Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Bruno Explains It All. If this isn't your first time listening to the show, welcome back. Thank you everybody for the continued support. We are doing big still in season two of Bruno Explains It All. Um, I want to thank everybody for the 400 and plus streams and downloads that we have. I am over the moon. I'm super excited. I did slack off this week. I'm not really slacked off. I've been busy. I signed myself up to this committee, right? Small party committee where we created like these balloon arches and all these like party favors and decorations for a Sam's Club who was celebrating their 40th year anniversary. Congratulations and happy birthday Sam's Club. But yeah, I was held up doing that. And then on top of that, I've been working on a special episode. I want to thank everybody, all the Britney fans, right? That have been tuning into the episode I recorded last year. So I've been filming this past week, special episode just dedicated to the life and career of Britney Spears. And yeah, it's running it's taking a lot longer than i expected i don't want to just talk about the salacious stories or the mental health or the conservatorship i also want to celebrate her career her life her achievements as well so we're like almost 50 60 minutes in and we are we're just barely touching 2005 and 6 of her life um so yeah that's pretty cool i can't wait for you guys to listen to it and check it out i hope you all enjoy it until then sit back and relax because bruno explains it all starts now set to attend his father's coronation by himself that is right ladies and gents he is leaving Meghan markle behind and i say good leave her ass at home go visit your family support your father and shit if it feels right you can mend some fences while you're at it so my question to you guys is who's excited for the coronation of the new king i'm an american i've dabbled with the royal family over the years but respectfully it's never been a main point of interest for me i can barely keep up with my own family so if the coronation, which I'm sure is going to be televised, it might be something that slips under the radar for me. But um, feel free to write in and let me know what you thought about it. I hear Katy Perry and Lionel Richie is set to perform. So that should be interesting. Okay, so moving on. I want to bring back a dying segment on the show. We haven't done it for a few episodes, but nonetheless, it's one of my favorite segments. It's called What's Good New York. It's a segment where we share local trending stories cherry-picked straight out of our backyards right or my backyard 
So first story, four people were shot after a fight broke out inside of a Soundview restaurant. Four individuals were shot Thursday outside a restaurant in the Soundview section of the Bronx. Officials say gunfire broke out at around 2.15 a.m. near the Isla Cafe on Westchester Avenue. That is a spot that my brother introduced me to. So it was really weird when I saw the story. Um, I really do hope no one was killed or no one was severely hurt and or traumatized from their experience. All the victims are being treated at a local hospital and are expected to recover. Authorities say they range in age from 30 to 44. Witnesses say the suspect ran off after the shooting. No arrest has been made. Down in Harlem, Manhattan. Police say they're doubling down on enforcement at local smoke shop across New York City, some of which have been a magnet for violent crime. A smoke shop at Lennox and 125th marked the spot of a cold-blooded killing this Easter Sunday. Police say that the two men involved were customers and it was a career criminal that shot a rival in the head. People in the neighborhood say that the shop itself is the problem and, all, and that all the stores that are selling drugs illegally need to be shut down. I agree. If there's illegal activity, they should be shut down. You see, in 2021, the state legalized the sale of marijuana, yay, but only with a license. So the question is, how many of these places do actually have a license? I just want to take a quick guess that probably more than half these places don't even have like pro proper licenses to run their business or sell marijuana, but I digress. Since 2021, New York City has seen a rise in crimes surrounding cash-only, illegal, and unlicensed stores. Those crimes rose 140% in 2022 and another 50% so far this year. We're only in April, guys. Okay, so last year alone, we had over 1,311 calls pertaining to smoke shops, people outside, and loud music cars, said John Chow, chief of the NYPD Patrol Bureau. He says stuff like this, places like this, brings a lot of people together. And sometimes when you bring people together, things do happen. Of the 1,600 stores, 70 of them are facing closure. The smoke shop at Lennox and 125th is not on the list, at least not yet. For extra security measures, the establishment is taking care of their customers through a window for the time being. What do you guys think? Are we pot smokers? Are we 420 friendly? Are we visiting these local places? Are we still buying it from our local street pharmacists? How are we getting our weed? And if we are smoking, please be safe in these locations and these in these establishments. You never know what the hell is going to go down, especially in New York City. Um, have you seen Scream 7? Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Anything is possible in New York City. So, I'm sorry, Scream 6. Anything is possible in um in New York City. So, yeah, just be safe, folks. All right, so our last New York story is another Bronx story. Residents rallied after going nearly 10 years without gas. Imagine that, guys. We don't have heat for a night, and we want to have a nervous breakdown. Imagine going 10 years without gas. People living in an apartment building in the Bronx without gas service for nearly 10 years rallied last Wednesday to demand action. No gas, no rent is what they is what the chanting boiled down to. And for residents at 333 East 150th Street, yeah, guys, don't rent an apartment there because you're not going to get gas. That's the easiest thing they can boil because of nearly a decade. Their building has been without natural gas. It has made cooking an inconvenient, expensive challenge on portable burners using 
butane or propane canisters. It makes me feel very frustrated that we don't have gas at all and that we have to cook everything on two little stoves. I believe it's not enough for us to make a full meal or anything that's actually consumable, said one of the residents by the name of Luis Fuentes. We at Bruno Explains It All are hoping that this issue for Mr. Fuentes and his neighbors are rectified as soon as possible. It is disgusting to be to be forcing any group of humans to live in slum conditions because that's what I consider slum conditions. They are bare necessities that we should have as human beings and fucking light and gas and a roof over our heads is some of the just some of the main important things. Clothes on our back, you know. So Mr. Fuentes and your friends, your neighbors, your community, please, I I really hope that change does happen as soon as possible. You guys deserve heat. You guys like really deserve gas. Like imagine um I wonder if the heat is uh is the gas no gas affecting the heat because imagine the summer, imagine the winters and these people with no gas can't even cook. Alright guys, so like we usually do, we're going to take a quick break for everyone who listens to us on Bruno Explains It All Uncut on Spotify. Please enjoy the next few songs. They're some of my new favorite releases. Welcome back. Summer is around the corner, guys. Here in New York, we are seeing up to 80 degrees this week. And you know what that means? The short shorts and the crop tops are coming out. Brace yourself for the battle of the bulging bellies. I mean... Literally this past week I'm seeing all shapes and sizes Barely clothed Trying to make their appearance Because uh, I don't know They're they're tired of I don't know They're tired of covering their bodies So everything has to come out Nah No all jokes aside It's It's been really hot And we had a couple of Really really nice days this past week So I bring this up Because I wanted to ask What are you guys What are your go to fashion pieces For the summer Are you more of a laid back Wife beater Sweats Shorts I mean not sweats Sweats is more for like fall But like shorts Are you denim Are are you Halter tops You know Crop tops Um, Yeah you can write in At bronoexplainsitall At gmail.com Give me all your fashion tips and ideas so that we can share it with the whole family. Also, I wanted to know what are you guys planning to do this summer? Are we traveling? Are we staying in New York City? Are we visiting New York City? I went through the internet and asked a few people, what are some of your favorite things to do in New York City or in the neighboring area? And so I've come up with a list, you guys. So here are some things you can do for the summer in New York City. The number one on our list is Central Park. Central Park is a welcome oasis in the heart of Manhattan. Stroll through the Shakespeare Garden and the Conservatory Garden. Rent a rowboat and paddle the lake. Just outside the park, you can tour the world-renowned Metropolitan Museum of Art or the Guggenheim Museum. There you can exclusively enjoy Shakespeare in the park. Every summer, the public theater produces a beloved New York City democratic tradition is why is Shakespeare in um in the park a democratic tradition? Anyway, it's one of the best free things to do in New York City. Shakespeare in the Park presented at the Open Air De La Corte Theater in Central Park. There's nothing quite like hearing the bard's immortal words performed outside in New York, with a backdrop of natural splendor and belt and the Belvedere Castle looming in the background like the world's most impressive set decoration. 
Number two on our list is visiting Forest Hill Stadium for a concert with acts like Leon Bridges, Bon Iver, The Lumineers, Def Cab for a Cutie, Robert Plant, Matt Morrison, Nora Jones, Regina Spector, LO Cool J, Ice Cube, Rick Ross, Lil Kim, and Jada Kiss. So you're gonna get an eclectic list of rosters um, performing at this venue. So I definitely recommend this to all my music lovers and fans out around the world who are visiting New York. The music series will lure music lovers to Queen's venue all season long from May 14th to October 21st. So guys, check your local listings to find out where some of your favorite artists are performing. And yeah, buy tickets and go have fun. Number three, have a date night at the Met. Does the perfect date night exist? Well, it does now, some say. We're here to tell you that this is one you will want to add for your to-do list. This is the New Yorker. This one came from the newyorker.com. The Metropolitan Museum of Art's new date nights will give visitors an opportunity to become acquainted with artwork with formal drop-in gallery chats. The chance to listen in on gorgeous live music and sip on yummy cocktails. These date nights will be held every Friday and Saturday night in this in the American Wing Cafe from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So for those of you interested, I got three more. Number four, take a ferry to Gitano, Gitano Island. Governor's Island continues to be the hottest destination in New York this season with a new beach club dubbed Gitano Island. I'm hope is it Gitano? Gitano? Is this is this a Spanish club because Hitano Island officially staking its claim right in the area. The effort follows the Tulum inspired tropical jungle restaurant Hitano Garden of Love. Oh, okay. The operator for successful season smack smack dab in the middle of Soho in Manhattan. The original iteration of the seasonal restaurant and beach club is actually based in the in the Mexican city. Oh, you see? So it's Hitano. It's definitely Hitano. It's not Gitano. The new venue on Governor's Island will open in June and take over 27,000 square feet of space on the island. Right next to the ferry terminal overlooking the Manhattan skyline. Warning though, when visiting you'll feel like you travel to Mexico via a ferry. Expect 30 feet tall coconut palm trees to line your surroundings plus a mezcal bar two dining patios and a state-of-the-art dj tent and a vip all center around a serene water feature i definitely want to visit there this summer so hopefully i got i get to see you guys yeah i think i'm gonna add it to my bucket list for the summer and hopefully we'll bump into each other over there number five you guys when we come back okay enjoy this again enjoy this quick break for my spotify uncut listeners and i hope you enjoy this song Alrighty, so we are back and that was one of my recent favorite singers in the last maybe two years or so year and a half her name is lola indigo she just released an album called la dragon or la dragon and yeah i want you guys to all check it out and show some love it's pretty cool it's like a pop it's a spanish album it's a like spanish pop reggaeton 
club vibes so definitely good energy let's continue with our list of things to do this summer in new york city i want to call out to all of my walking dead fans as of june 25th at the museum of the moving image living with the walking dead officially opens it features original costumes and props concept art storyboards scripts and and prosthetic makeup material that highlight the show's origins production and impact it also has multiple screening series and public events over a six-month span for those interested in the show and learning more about behind the scenes. All in all, there are 500 objects, including more than 300 props and production materials to see. So I'm a couple of seasons behind. I'm not sure if the show finally officially ended. I'm definitely, you know where I'm at? I'm with, uh, what's his name, Carl? I'm where Carl got bit. And he shoots himself. I know that he shoots himself like in the when they were living in the sewers or some shit like that. Um, yeah, that's where I left off. But even still, um, it, it'd be something that I'd be interested in checking out if, it, if the prices are reasonable. Our last activity to do on our list is for all of my proud puppy doggy moms and dads. Starting on Sunday, July 10th and running every Sunday through the National through National Dog Day on August 26th. OHAWM Cocina and Cocktails is hosting Puppy Brunch. The Chelsea restaurant and the bar will be encouraging pets and people to dine on dishes for both humans and their four-legged friends. Menu items for people include avocado toast and pickled onion and chili oil, pan dulce, French toast, uh, lax tostada with everything seasoning and churro bites. For pets, the special menu includes doggy meatballs and a puppy frosty. The menu costs $40 and includes an entree and dessert for humans plus the dog menu and a complimentary doggy bag with treats and goodies to take home. Well, guys, I didn't want to keep you waiting so much more for a new episode, so I hope you enjoy this. It's a special trait, right? I want to continue to say thank you. I want you to keep your ears and eyes open because that Britney episode should be dropping out soon. I am still working and filming, recording for it. I'm being tortured. But I, I really, really am a big fan of Britney. So I hope you guys enjoy it when it comes out. Again, thank you so much for the continued support. 400 plus downloads and streams. I'm super, super excited to continue right don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show this is bruno you have listened to bruno explains it all until next time bye